Hi there, Michael Zuber. Thanks for listening to the One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that the book One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible? Yes, to all my podcast listeners out there, One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible. Go check it out and please leave a five-star review. Have a great day. Everyone, uh, how are we doing today? Well, again, I did it again. I got up and actually watched the open. Again, I hadn't watched CNBC, I don't know what they call it, opening bell or something like that for probably, gosh, 10 years probably. And I've already done it twice this week. That tells you just how <clears throat> how different uh, this market is, what's going on. Again, my strategy, my reason for watching has never changed, never wavered. Uh, I am simply interested in what's going on with consumers and what is going on with the cost of capital. The cost of capital is pretty easy. Uh, I've seen a couple of things that kind of scare me a little bit. The flight to safety is well known, right? Gold, um, treasuries, things of that nature. Uh, there's some stocks that are up big, uh, like Clorox and, and the like. Uh, but what I saw, what scared me, is expectations for Fed rate cuts. The market, now again, when people say that, they're talking about stock people that want the Fed to bail them out, which frankly I've never thought is the Fed's job, is to bail out somebody's stock portfolio. But needless to say, they are now forecasting with 90% certainty, right, read that as opinion, that there's going to be three rate cuts this year with the first fully priced in by April. So what that means to me is the market, the smart money, whatever you want to call it, sees things getting worse and probably much worse. Right, we have already talked about and some of you have commented on these videos that you're already changing your behavior. I've communicated that my family uh, changing behavior as well. And that's going to impact stocks and it's going to impact, you know, the service industry pretty hard because, you know, for example, right, if you don't go to Starbucks 10 times in February, does that mean you go 20 times in March? No, the, the losses for some companies won't come back. Unlike manufacturing, some of it will come back, right? If you need a new car, you need a new car, right? Could you survive a month without a new car? Probably. Uh, but some of this demand will snap back in manufacturing goods. But the service industry is, is going to be hurt for quite a while. So again, cost of capital is going to get cheaper. What I now ask myself is, What's going on at the consumer level? Clearly scared and probably getting scareder. But when does it impact real estate, right? That's the question I have, right? Do people stop going to open houses? I don't know, right? What is there, like 60 cases now in the U.S.? Yes, I heard about the thing in California where they can't track the infection of one person. But does 60 cases mean we're going to suddenly spike to 80,000? 
I don't know, right? And I picked 80,000 because I think that was the last number I saw in China. There are plenty of states that have no infections yet. So does, you know, it's going to be interesting. It'll be interesting to watch open house data in March, right? I think February will be messy because you probably had a normal market for two, if not three weeks, and then a, a slowdown here at the end. But I'm going to be looking forward to those numbers. I'm going to be talking to real estate agents I know and, and see what happened in March. Because I'm interested to see if foot traffic is down. Because again, this, this opportunity is going to give you the opportunity to buy investments or buy your own home with 30-year money that we may never see again. So um, that's interesting. The other thing that is interesting is most articles that I've read talk about either a V or a U-shaped recovery, right? So a V comes down, bounces up, U kind of spends time at the bottom and comes back. I think that's interesting. I think that all depends on when when this thing kind of dies out, right? Is it is it like the traditional flu virus where as the as the weather warms up it kind of kills itself? It's interesting. Um But yeah, it's it's going to be a rough couple of quarters. The stocks last time I checked were down 600, which is what we've been talking about on this channel for the last 2 or 3 weeks was very likely because companies need to adjust earnings. And when you adjust earnings, your PE ratio get collapses and risk off trade and all of that PEs collapse as well. So you have earnings drop <coughs> and the will, you're willing to pay per profit drops. That means stocks have to fall. Uh, so I've got all kinds of notes today. First off, where is uh, Virgin Galactic? Um, yeah, here it is. Virgin Galactic, I talked about it. I think it was last Friday, whenever their earnings were. Maybe it was Monday, maybe it was Friday. I was like, classic momentum trade, classic dot-com. This is, this is buy the rumor, sell the news. Uh, it's down 45%. Sometimes experience pays, right? Sometimes those scars that you earn by losing $100,000 15, 16 years ago, whatever it is, Pays off. So I feel pretty good about calling that one. Um, let's just go down the list because I got so much stuff today. Uh, first off, Goldman Sachs came out today and said that uh, there will be zero earnings growth for the year. That's kind of a scary headline. I clicked on it. Basically, they're talking about contraction in the first half and back to growth in the second half. So what they're really calling it, I think, is a V-shaped recovery, which who knows. Um but again, I think prices have to come down. I don't think we've seen, we haven't seen the bottom yet. Fear is just mounting in the U.S. And it's going to get worse, in my opinion. But it will also eventually create buying opportunities. Because again, if June will get here when it gets here, right? It's, it's not years away. So that's interesting. Uh, did you hear about Japan? Uh, Japan is closing all their schools starting uh, March 2nd through spring break. Uh, it's interesting um, for a couple of reasons. First off, they're trying to keep people at home. Again, it's changing behavior. Uh, but also Japan has the Olympics this summer. So it'll be interesting to see if that gets delayed or canceled because of this. Uh, so that'd be interesting. 
<coughs> China Central Bank is obviously very worried about global impact. No kidding. Duh. I mean, uh, being a manufacturing-driven country and not having your manufacturing plants cranking is a problem. You're trying to speed up consumer spending, and now you're quarantining, you know, millions of people in homes and cities. That's gonna that's gonna hurt. China will eventually give money to its citizens, just like Hong Kong did. I think Hong Kong gave twelve hundred. I think I talked yesterday. Uh, China's gonna do that and probably do that in a big, big way. Probably the scariest thing I read today is uh, South Korea confirms more cases, new cases than China today. Now, first off. Do you believe China's data? No. But the data has been bad all the time, so it's consistently bad. Uh, but South Korea said 505 cases in the last 24 hours, where China only had 433. So again, you could just come out and say the data's bad. Don't trust it, right? They maybe had 4,000. Who knows? But if you look at the data and go, okay, it's infections are slowing down in China, which is obviously the cusp of this thing. So is it possible that this thing is dying out on its own? Maybe, right? I don't know much about viruses, but I've known that they can mutate uh, and, and wipe themselves out. So that was concerning, right? South Korea is up 505. Uh, I did read an article about one of their flight attendants. Uh, unfortunately, uh, it was... Uh, is stricken and they serviced a long haul flight or two. Um, that's not good, I'm sure. Being caught in a metal tube, that's not good. Uh, next up, buying the dips uh, is a strategy that people are not recommending, right? Because these are one hell of a dip and this is a new thing. It's not like the last 10 years where you were rewarded for that, so be careful. Uh, DoorDash uh, filed for IPO, um, which is uh, very good timing for them. Right. If you know anything about DoorDash, it essentially allows you to deliver goods directly to consumers, remove the number of people you interact with. So um, it's horrible to say, but this is awful good timing for them. Um, I certainly wish it wasn't, but we're dealing with reality here. So um, that is interesting. Again, I think it's pretty clear we're going to have two quarters of uh, sluggish growth. Uh, I think Q3 is messy. And then Q4 is back to growth, uh, which is going to be interesting given we all know we have an election this year. It's going to be toxic and not good for anyone. Uh, I think revenue cuts and warnings have just started, right? We had, uh, I talked about Microsoft the other day. PayPal came out today. I frankly think all technology companies just need to come out this week and get it out of the way. Stop this death by a thousand cuts. Let's just... Let's just all say we can't predict the next six months and get it over with and take the hit and be done. Uh, this this new 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 earnings warning every day is painful. Uh, pending home sales rose 5.2%. Uh, again, this is kind of old data before the virus, so it's, I wouldn't say meaningless, but it certainly shows we were in a nice spot. Uh, although it was down in the West, and again, I keep telling you, lots of big cities in the West are unaffordable. That's just another proof uh, that that is the case. Uh, one stock that has proven just like Clorox to be a home run here because of this uh, this thing is Zoom. Uh, I actually leverage Zoom for all of my interviews, and it makes total sense why that stock has added 2.2 million users just in February. So good for them. Uh, 
Uh, did you know we've gone from record highs to a, a correction, which means a 10% fall in less than 10 days? That's, you know, that's, that's quick. Um, I did a quick research and I did not find a fall like that since World War II. I don't know if it's true. Um, I did a quick 10 minute search and it looks like we haven't seen a fall that fast uh, since World War II. So pretty interesting. But the big question for me is what happens to housing? And it really is about open houses. Uh, I think investors, um, if you're buying affordable homes, rentals, income, it's going to be a great time. You are going to get Discounted 30-year fixed-rate loans. Uh, this is going to be an event that is over in inside four or five months. So getting in now, locking in those rates that you're going to be able to be thankful for for, for decades to come is, is pretty powerful. So I know I'm going shopping, being more aggressive. Uh, I honestly hope less people are shopping so I can buy three, four, five properties. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, I like being aggressive when other people are afraid. Oh, absolutely. Uh, BK from the Rockies, yeah. Uh, yep. DoorDash, yeah, it's not yet. Yep. And good morning. Good morning to you, too. Yeah, I think the um, pending home sales up 5.2. I think it would be up a lot more to one of the thought bubbles or comments uh, if there was more inventory. It is certainly struggling with lack of record low inventory, which we've talked a lot about on this channel. It is still true. And yet it was still up 5.2%. So um, I don't think the stock market fall is over. I think we have a lot more fear in the market. Um, the markets were clearly overvalued and you're seeing earnings cut in PE compression. Uh, I think this could prove to be a buying opportunity of maybe the year, maybe the decade, if you're a real estate investor, because this, this won't impact long term. Uh, in fact, the growth will come back in the in the second half by all accounts. So uh, I don't know about you, but I'm going shopping. I am going to get aggressive and look for deals. And, uh, you know, let's see what happens. So let me know what, uh, what you're doing below. Um, you know, would you buy into the DoorDash IPO? Uh, we, I saw a question that you had to be an accredited investor. So maybe it's not for everyone. I don't know. I have not read the filing. I just saw the post. So in the end, Let's have uh, let's just get all the earnings cuts out of the way and call it a day so we can we can get to the bottom and and put in a floor. So, all right, everybody, take care. I got our weekly series with investor experts today. Um, uh, today's with Matt, I believe, so it should be fun. And of course, have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye.